3: The trick is to create and then control righteous indignation. That's the trick. Because once you can have that righteous indignation, people are capable of anything. And you see it on all fronts. And by the way, you're getting a little too squirrely out there. You're getting a little too aware. There's a little bit too many Americans calling for the impeachment of the biggest crook ever to hold the Oval Office. So pickle Fauci is out and about, get ready to be shut down again. That's my prediction. But in the meantime, I want to talk specifically about two fronts. The righteous indignation of war. Righteous indignation. What you're seeing in the former Soviet Union is a clash of morons, a clash of the corrupt. Corrupt oligarch-run nations that are willing to use the slaves, called citizens, as fodder. And they always have been. And this is outrageous when you see bodies in the street. There's no lie. There's no other way around it. It's outrageous. And it's as outrageous, not more, than the 10 people that were killed today in Chicago and the, what, 27 shot or whatever the hell number it is. And if you go back a year, I just watched this idiot in a costume pretending to be a policeman tell us year over year crime's down in Chicago. Oh, yeah, it's splendid there. Go for a walk, I dare you. And it's like every one of these major cities. See, the, the, the tragedy of what's happening in Ukraine is no more a tragedy than what's happening here in America. And they're right to call for war crimes, because all war is a crime. All of it. And I've always hated those who sell war, which is why I hate the Democrat scum, because they've been selling it for 70 years. They do. See, I remember everything. So when this... Thank God she's dead rat. Madeleine Albright said this, Albright. I said, this is a war crime, isn't it?
0: We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died in in Hiroshima. And, And, you know, is the price worth it?
4: I think this is a very hard
0: choice. But the price, we think the price is worth it.
3: Now, there's a war criminal. She's a war criminal, and everybody that supported that war is a war criminal. And every politician that voted for it is a war criminal. Joe Biden is a war criminal, not just because he supported this, but because he supported a plethora of at least nine, nine atrocities on humanity. Joe Biden is a war criminal as well. You want to call Root and Toot and War Criminal? Fine, I'm good with that. I said you should kill him months ago. Kill him. You don't want to do that, though, because you like the war. Because it's the war that gives you power. See, there's another little problem going on here with the war. Natural gas. Oh, it's true. Natural gas and oil. Putin, and Putin had kind of the market locked up to Europe. I think the American government, in conjunction with the corporatists that make up vast majority of the oil industry, they didn't like that. Oh, no. Because what happens now, well, you're all outraged less bodies in the streets of Ukraine than there were on the south side of the sewer, formerly great city called Chicago, is that we are making up the supply to Europe. Oh, it's true. And we stand, by we, I mean American big oil, to make $31 billion. $31 billion. And that's just now. That will continue to grow. Now, the government likes that, and they help our big oil do it because they get a cut. It's called taxation. But they have a tightrope to walk. See, they have to manage the lie, the propaganda of global warming, climate change, which is their favorite weapon. That is the golden goose. So they're trying to keep the outrage among their incompetent, illiterate base. We call them Democrats. They have to keep that outrage. So they've been releasing in their communist papers in their worker party unite papers in their Marxist agenda that the oil companies have received, and this is an important word, subsidies of $5.9 trillion in 2020 and $6.2 trillion in 2021. This is an interesting problem because what the government has managed to do is to sell you on the idea that letting you keep your money is a subsidy. They do it with your insurance premiums. They do it with all big companies that they just don't take their money. They call it a subsidy. Way at the bottom of all of these propaganda stories is the fact that actual, actual subsidies make up for 8% of that number. 92% of that number is because they allow oil companies, fossil fuel companies, to keep their own money. That's a big statistic. That's a big number. And the way that they get to that number is because they're pretending they can charge them for global warming. And this is how you slowly ease a cap-and-trade tax onto each and every citizen. Make no mistake of it. Because when these extortion levies... Are actually implemented, and they will be in our lifetime. And they will be, they may very well be, while this doddering old dimwit with wet socks still somehow manages to stay upright. Because we have never faced a more corrupt, a more pathological liar, a more efficient fascist than the Biden administration. And if you're expecting anything in your life to change, it will not until this crook, this mafia don is removed from office. And that's the only way we're going to stop this. That's the only way. So, in the meantime, they're going to run distraction after distraction, propaganda after propaganda, and ultimately, ultimately, when you start to get real upset, and more and more people start to rightfully recognize that you have a 50-year political whore who wasn't just bribed for small policies, but is an apparatchik of communist China, Of, yes, the Ukraine that we're funneling billions of dollars into. Which just has slightly better military equipment than the south side of Chicago that's killing more people. And they don't want you to focus on the 14,000. See, I thought that was a war crime too. When the Azov battalion that we're now rewarding, when they killed 14,000 Ukrainians because they spoke Russian. There wasn't a TV camera there for seven years. Seven years it's been going on. Yet now, everybody's willing to write a check. And by the way, there's going to be money to be made because we're going to rebuild it. This is a money scheme. And they're managing to keep you with the sense of righteous indignation. So you support the most obvious, the most corrupt American citizens ever to walk this earth. They're called Democrats. And they're all in on the scam. Each and every one of them. I've got a lot of clips to play. I mean, I've got a lot of clips. I got a lot of them. But they're all, they all kind of lead you to one place. One place. And that one place is the so-called new normal after COVID. You see, in this new normal, the mindset of the American has now been jolted. It's now been broken. You are literally waiting to see if you can live your life if the government tells you. And when you get too... What's the word that I want to say Too American when you get too arrogant, when you think you're not a slave and you don't have a master? They're here to tell you one's right around the corner
2: in New York. We are starting to see a slight uptick in cases. I wonder if you think businesses and schools need to be prepared to shut down again.
5: You know, I don't want to use the word shut down because that that is a rather draconian concept there to shut down. But you did it. Hey, you with that
3: pickle, you think you're calling a nose pickle face. You did it and you got rich doing it. I mean, I know you just delivered on the bribery of all the companies you enriched with trillions. But now you're going to call it draconian. And the reason is he wants you to like him when he shuts you down again.
5: If we do see a serious uptick, we should be prepared to pivot and at least temporarily go back to having masking in certain indoor sessions.
3: Now, I just came from my wonderful building, and as I walk through, I have a girl that sits at the desk there who I I, very—I came to really like her. She's a wonderful woman. And down here in Florida, we rejected all that tyranny. But there's a thing called season, and we get all the scum from New York, all the scum from Chicago, all the scum from Canada. And I walked by her today, and she had a mask on. I said, what are you doing with that mask on? And I just so happened to pass a big fat slob from Canada who also had the mask on. She said, well, you know, there was complaints. And this is the kind of thing that now we are willing to accept. Now, I didn't buy it the first time and I didn't practice it the first time. But believe me, when these fascist scum who all want you to like them because they're like your uncle and your dad, when they shut you down again, it'll hinge on your willingness to be a slave. The problem is, now it's normal to be a slave.
5: The CDC has been very clear, as you've indicated, that, in fact, if things turn around and you have a rather substantial uptick in cases that is associated with an increase in hospitalizations, the CDC might turn around that recommendation and say, we've got to go back to indoor a mass. Well, the
3: CDC can take their recommendation and shove it up their rectum. What do you think of that? Because I'm definitely not doing it, ever, never again. You implemented a Soviet-style shutdown once because American morons, morons, we call them Democrats, were willing to accept your fascism and in most cases implement and enforce it. Now you could take your sewer loser states and you could shove them with your fascism because this will be what separates the country. It should have been in the first place. Are you an American or a willing fracking slave? We certainly
5: need to strengthen it, and we could do it probably by giving them more resources and looking within them to see how they can improve their function.
3: That's the World Health Organization, which is now going to run every damn thing. And in the meantime, you'll look away, like you did with the UN, like you did with NATO, of their absolute and total corruption. Because the real new normal is you've got a mafia, Don, pretending to be an 80-year-old dimwit. Instead of an Irish gangster destroying my country.
6: And now's a time when things are shifting. We're going to, there's going to be a new world order out there.
3: Not while I'm alive, brother. 312 5600. I'll be back.
7: AM 560. The answer.
3: How many countries does America occupy right now? I mean, I know we don't want to talk about a lot of that stuff. Syria, right? We got the oil fields, war in Yemen. What's exactly going on in Iraq? Who knows? How about how many people were slaughtered for nothing, and I don't just mean our military in Afghanistan. So when they say war crimes, when a dimwit, plastic surgery freak, like the crypt keeper some refer to as president, chants war crimes, I figure he's brushing his dentures. No? Somebody should dig up that rat, Madeleine Albright, charge her with a war crime, and throw her in a small river. Instead, we're going to honor her. She's still laying in state? Please. Please. One less war criminal. That's the only thing that's for certain. I mean, I guess you don't want to focus about it. Was the Azov Battalion guilty of war crimes before America? uh, Joe Biden won the presidency and paid off on his bribery when they killed 14,000 Ukrainians that just happened to speak Russian, you know, kind of the last seven years. Are they guilty of war crimes when they have biochemical labs that they're hiding that looks to be financed by America? What exactly is a war crime? Is it all war crime? And if that's the case... How many uh, counts of war crime could we charge Joe Biden with and the rest of the Democrat mafia? I say a lot. Teresa Gold Coast.
0: Hi, Sean. You know, this may sound,
4: um, you know, really simple thinking, but why can't America just take care of our own country and stop getting involved in other countries' problems? We have so many
3: of our because own. Because you get rid of half the crime well, family called Democrats. If Americans had any, any sense of knowledge or could read or could think, They'd realize exactly the tragedy and chaos the American Democrat mafia has caused in this country, so they need to yeah. keep the constant distraction. And they have willing, willing morons. They're called citizens who like this stuff because as you watch the news, Teresa, come on. I was watching the yeah. news in Chicago today. How about the, how about the, the trash girl that got out of the car with the gun shooting in it? And now you watch today as this idiot in his costume pretending to be uh, Commissioner Gordon, this, the, the, this so-called policeman, tells you year over year Chicago's doing great. Stats are down. Crime is down. And they do it with a straight face. What faces. a joke. So they have how many, how many Chicagoans say, good job? And they'll vote Democrat. They will step and fetch and vote Democrat each and every time. So, you know, why do they do it? Because they can. And they get away with it. In the meantime, they've gotten stronger. The, the Democrat yeah. mafia has never had more power, more money. More obvious corruption and more longevity than it has right now. This is what the American idiots want. After all, yeah. there are people that voted for it. Thank you very much, Teresa. Appreciate the call, Robert Bloomingdale.
8: Hey, Sean. The, you know, to answer your first question, the police chief in Chicago, in my personal no, 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 opinion, no, no, yes. no, no, no,
3: no, no, no. He's in a costume. You're talking about Commissioner Gordon. He's not actually yeah. a policeman. That is a costume, and he is an actor. But go ahead.
8: Okay, now, this my opinion, he has to do what, he, what he's told to do. Otherwise, he's gone by Mayor Lightfoot. But he's like Zelensky. I was
3: call- huh? He's like Zelensky. He's an actor. Well, instead, of, instead of Ihor Kolomoisky making him worth billions, this guy gets one of those phony pensions.
8: Well, so he's, yeah, be He's that. just
3: a less expensive whore.
8: Yeah, well, well, be that it may. The reason I was calling all this Dr. Fauci, I'm so disgusted with this guy. Why is this guy c- coming back out of the woodwork again? And, you know, with his evil experiments, as I told you once before, and this is a guy in uh, his rise and a guy who probably couldn't change bedpans at the local hospital. I think he's out because the Democrats want to rerun the playbook of 2020 or try to do it again. What do you think?
3: I think they're going to do it. I yeah. think they're going to do it. The hardest cheat, the most obvious fraud, is that thing called an election in 2020 ballot harvesting, same day registration, ballot stuffing. Four-hour uh. shutdown, shutdown, four-hour nationwide. Ooh, we found them. We found the votes. And look it, why not steal it? So why give it up? The American people accepted it. Thank you very much. Paul, Northwest Indiana.
8: Hey, good afternoon, Sean. Good uh, afternoon. A lot of people are talking about this whole thing of, of why can't we take care of ourselves. Didn't Patrick Buchanan advocate kind of a... America first, and he was called out as being an isolationist.
3: There, you're, there, you, I'm I'm called that name. I'm called a right. asset for Putin. I'm called an isolationist. And you know who else would be called that? The founding fathers. Did you ever read any of the paper on on, on what their theory was? Do you think that they would ever think the military budget would be a trillion dollars, and that we would be in we would be occupying countries hostily, oil fields in Syria? We would be lying about the, the war with Yemen that we pretend is Saudi Arabia is in. The whole time strengthening true enemies like China. So what are your choices? Either right. you can think about America from the founding principles, or you're an isolationist. You could call me whatever yeah, name you know want. It. Just call me what I am. Right. Call me right. Because yeah. I'm right. And this is a military-industrial complex that is a giant pay-to-play scheme. And they got us beat, brother. Because they own both... Republicans and Democrats, and this is when you hear them agree, grab your ankles. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, because you don't stand a chance, because you're talking about trillions of dollars, and now we got videos. Ooh, terrible, and it is terrible. I saw a lot of people laying in the street. It was almost as bad as driving on the south side on a Friday night. I wonder if it's more dangerous or less dangerous, though. I don't know. I don't know. I, I still think I'd rather own a condo in Ukraine, in Kiev, than I would in Inglewood. What about you? 312 642 5600
7: AM560, the answer.
3: What a great song. Now you're talking, kid. Say for a guy who looks the way you do, you know your music. It's it was impressive.
7: 1989. my thoughts were short, my hair was
3: long. That was great, me too. Me too, there was like a half mullet back then. I never went full mullet, you know. So there is a scam afoot. There always is with these rats. And this is the lie to make you hate oil companies. Which, you can be like me and see that the oil companies have bended knee versus the old-fashioned capitalists that used to break the back of government. So they bended knee and they thought they could bribe them and they thought they could work with them. And in the meantime... When that happens, at any moment, the propaganda machine, which is what the American Washington, D.C., White House administrations have become, propaganda machines, they're not interested in actual fact, because if you were, you'd have to recognize wrong, you'd have to reverse your position and you'd have to move forward. That's called actual progress. What the American Democrat Mafia has now is an opportunity to do exactly what it wanted to do. Shut down American growth, American strength, American independence. This is the opportunity. Now, when I say independence, right away, oil, oil, oil. Yeah, that's a major part of it, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. See, they've got the citizen where they want him, bent over a barrel. So unlike other shows that are going to play this constant repeat of citizens that are drowning in the quicksand of socialist failure. That's what happens when you elect a Democrat. Everything they touch, they turn to Gaga. That's all they know how to do is destroy things. But they're ingenious in their corruption. So it all started with this last week when I said, hmm, this is brilliant.
6: To help execute this first part of my plan, I'm calling for a use-it-or-lose-it policy. Congress should make companies pay fees on wells on federal leases they haven't used in years. Now, they all pay fees,
3: but there's morons out there. We call them Democrat voters who think that the oil company is screwing the American citizen rather than what he's doing, which is providing the quality of life you take for granted and are willing to give away every time you vote Democrat. So now there's this big drama created in the mind. Joe Biden, 80-year-old cryptkeeper, the righteous righteous fighter for americans as he demands those greedy oil companies greedy oil companies produce more oil you mean like before you were elected you scum is that what you mean now the average democrat doesn't understand the complexities of what it means when you go from producing 13 plus million barrels a day down to nine they have no idea that in the first two months of joe biden's theft of the most powerful office in this country, 81 executive actions were taken against our energy industry. They have no idea. They also have no idea that oil companies are companies. And they make decisions not on today, not on tomorrow, but on 30 years from now. They don't have that foresight. If they did, nobody would vote Democrat. There is no foresight. So these step-and-fetch moron. Democrat voters now think Joe Biden is using and helping. He's helping them because these greedy oil companies don't pay for their permits. Joe Biden is a fraud and a liar. Not only do they pay for their permits, they pay to advance their acquisition. Then they pay for the land leases. They all they do is pay and they're willing to do it because they get in return abatements on taxes. In other words, they keep their own money. And the government gets to backdoor nationalize these massive companies. Therefore, controlling them, regardless of their success, regardless of their board. That's why they have these phony executive order bureaucracies of Gestapo, like the EPA, and the rest of it. OSHA, you pick one. Executive orders. Congress didn't vote for that. Now there's budgets in the billions, and you're used to being a slave, so you pretend they're righteous. Rather than what they are. Littered. With political apparatchiks that only have their jobs because they kiss ass, Democrat ass. That's who makes up this. And the science that they brawlbeat these companies with, that's science that's paid for. And only the science that gives the Democrat Marxist mafia member the information they want to use as a weapon against everyone gets paid. So it's bribery science, it's paid for science. But the oil producers finally might sack up a little bit and start to do what needs to be done. Because if they wanted to really do what they should do, they'd shut down completely. That's what I would do. Shut down completely. That's the only way you beat a union thug. You lock them out. Now you have nowhere to go, scumbags. If we're
5: setting records in production, why are gasoline prices so high? We have an administration that really is uh, anti-fossil fuels. They put on this facade of you know, we're not trying to hinder the American oil and gas producers. Now,
3: see, you can tell by those Southern accents, those are actual oil men, not CIA thieves like the Bush family. Those are actual Texas oil men. Those are actually the heads of boards, heads of companies, Exelon, Amico, numerous others.
5: Uh, but yet they're clear. They clear the facts show they clearly are.
3: Facts aren't going to win this argument against professional liars. See, this is the problem. You are in this soiree of deception. You are in this carnival circus tent of gypsies and frauds and liars. Let's call them Democrats. And they've got their propaganda apparatchiks that would make Goebbels jealous. Let's call it media. And they're willing to pump out anything that this administration wants. Because there are still people today that think Joe Biden told the oil companies, produce more, use it or lose it. And they're too stupid too ignorant, too dependent on sustenance from the government to think beyond the talking point. They're unaware of the 81 executive actions taken by Biden to put us in this predicament, to drop 4 million barrels a day, which is was on the way down because, after all, when you're going to pay massive taxes on top of it, on top of all these extortion licensing fees, you're going to pay massive taxes on profit, sooner or later companies do what they all do. They decide, why would I do it? If you're going to take it from me anyway, which is why they should boycott now to set a precedent. Right now, I hear from everybody. We are producing
5: at record numbers. We could be producing more. Can we be independent
3: right here in America?
5: We were energy independent on, under the Trump administration, and we can be again. Under Trump, we were
8: we were producing 13 million barrels a day. Last month, we produced 11.6. We're de- American... The American oilfield is definitely capable of more, and it, it frustrates me giantly when I hear Biden say, "Calling OPEC, wanting more oil, calling Venezuela, wanting more Well, You know what? What about Texas? What about North Dakota? We can no, do here. No, no, no. But, but
3: see, he is a communist. He is a Marxist. He is a mafia member, and he understands he can steal more when those totalitarian hellholes that operate and really are the destination of the Democrat philosophies can steal their national oil and bribe his crack-smoking son and the rest of the cabinet to step forward. And it's simultaneously with this, they can hold positions, stock, options, and plays on green energy eco-Nazi companies, and you take these people and you put them in charge of everything from transportation like Buttigieg, how can I get Merlot out of Kashmir or the Canadian fraud, Jennifer Granholm, who is a well-known stock operator in the green energy industry.
2: Electric vehicles can help break our reliance on fossil fuels so that we don't have to do that again. They can shield American families from the boom and bust of these high gas prices.
3: Now, if you want to buy one of these, first of all, they suck, especially if you live in a state with climate too cold, too hot suck. They don't go half as far as they say they're going to go. And their batteries are made up of various minerals and materials and certain uh, elements that are very difficult to get and massive destruction to the earth. But the eco-Nazis are too stupid. They just want to get high and pretend to have righteous indignation. So they chant for their own destruction. Once again, these are called Democrats, and they don't care if their oligarchs make billions. They don't care. They're used to it. They think that it's something for nothing, and that's how they want to live, on something for nothing.
2: And they can certainly negate the ability of other countries to determine whether it's ours or other other countries.
3: 90% of the materials in an electric vehicle, 90% is made outside this country, the vast majority being China and, ironically, Russia. So here these circle morons are again to enrich and line their own pockets, and they have massive support. Not mine. I'll never buy one. You couldn't give me one of these $70,000 fraud fraud battery vehicles. Couldn't give me one. Can uh, I'm interested. Would you take one? 312-642-5600. Plug it in. It's magic holes.
7: AM 560. The answer.
3: You know, there was a story 2 days ago I pulled up and I didn't talk about. Ford recalls 337,000 vehicles. 337,000. You know how many millions? These fraud, fraud companies, these union pass-through companies. See, the problem of American manufacturing is that it has been bastardized and corrupted. Instead of recognizing it was government that shut down American manufacturing, they made it seem as if it was the evil capitalists. Capitalists knew. With what the government had planned, it wasn't worth it to be in business. This is what's going to happen to the oil industry. And you know what? It's going to work about as good as the American car companies, which suck. Millions of dollars. You want to talk about subsidized bull dung, but the UAW gets to keep stealing its money. And you can pretend that we have three American car companies. Sure we do. You want to talk about subsidized bull dung? Talk about an American company that couldn't exist in competition without various penalties to buy trucks and cars that actually work, not made by UAW drunks. I Oh, Orland Park. Dumb, the UAW the I yes. he wants me to hear myself. Dave, Downers Grove. Yeah, Sean, you know what?
2: People don't realize everything you said is true, but what they don't realize is once
8: they get all these people out, of course, on these electric cars, all the electrical
3: rates are going up. You mean that those aren't magic holes? House,
2: those, aren't,
3: those aren't magic holes in the wall? Pete Buttigieg calls them magic holes. No? no? They're not magic holes? All okay. Right.
8: Pete's great. No, no, not magic holes. All right. No, you're going to pay it
3: for it. Yep, and ironically, the funniest part of it all, Dave, is it's faux science. And it only exists because those foreign third world hell holes are willing to destroy the earth in search of the materials needed to build the phony electric cars. Thank you very much, Dave. If only the American Democrat could read, or the ones that do, not want in on the scam like Jennifer Granholm, like the UAW, like all the rest of these fraud companies that pretend to be capitalists. You. This is why I say we're already a socialist country. Joe with his radio down in Orland Park.
5: Yes. Yeah, how you doing? Good yeah, job. I heard that thing on uh, electric cars, and uh just want to comment that, uh, you know, electric cars, the system for the brakes works on electric components as opposed to gas-powered cars work on hydraulics, brake calipers, brake fluid, and so forth. So I'll be real leery to buy an electric car knowing that there's errors all the time. You see all these manufacturers have computer problems, and all of a sudden, if your brakes go out, You'll be out of luck. And for that so how, reason, many,
3: how many people are aware that these Teslas, not only, they look beautiful. They are beautiful. They're made by absolutely. Maserati. But here's the problem. Absolutely. It takes five hours to charge it up. Five oh, hours. Yeah. And if those charging stations and the rest of it wasn't subsidized, because you get all kinds of massive subsidies when you buy one of these. In fact, it's to the right. tune of $14,000. If it wasn't subsidized. How many people would actually buy these electrical vehicles? So you have to bribe them. Not a whole lot. To buy them. And then if you live in Orland Park, how cold was it last month in Orland Park? Cold, wasn't it?
1: Really cold.
3: Yeah. So you get about 50%. And the batteries
1: go down. The cold crank.
3: Yeah. About 50%. And those batteries. But, Joe, they get and what absolutely. they want. They get total control. Not only that, they get what their, their real agenda. They enrich themselves with the corruption, absolutely. with the corporatism. And in the meantime, they Absolutely. control the Americans' mobility. They control your life, and that's the real game. Thank you, Joe, for calling. I appreciate the call very much. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. How Thanks for you? taking my call. Anytime. Oh.
2: I'm doing well. Hey, listen, so uh, I'm,
9: I got a uh, an idea how to handle this. But uh, first of all, let me tell you, you've been right all along on,
2: on something that uh, I kind of questioned early on, and that was, the amount of uh, Republicans that are actually corrupt and rotten and I'll tell you what you've been right on. Hey, it's the know. majority of them. It's like if you, I doubt if you could put, I don't know if you could put together five or even Republicans very good. So here's my solution to it. And I think this will work. We just gotta get the word out. So everyone would do it. I was actually saying this early on, whoever's in office, Democrat, Republican, whatever, don't him out. Don't let him make a uh, uh, don't let him make a career out of it and, and, and get involved in all this crap and I everything's mean, gotta get rid of everyone. When we have the chance to vote, anybody that's in there, just change it change it over. And
3: here's the other and- thing too, Craig, we had a big connection. Here's the other thing. It's really quite simple. It's a simple law. It's the kind that the Americans have to abide by. If you insider trade, you go to jail. You don't become the speaker, you don't become the president. You don't become the party leader. You go to prison like a regular citizen. And maybe we could break apart this oligarch system we think is normal. Because it isn't. It's a damn lie. And by the way, the phony, paid-for science, that's a lie too. Now, I don't just mean the one on the pretend vaccines that aren't really vaccines. I mean the one on the eco-Nazi global warming fraud agenda that these blind mice... Can't figure out what the hell they're doing except robbing you of your freedom and your liberty. 312 Oh, actually I got a guess when we come back, honey money. Alright, we got we got guess and then after that it'll be me and you. After this.
1: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show.
3: The reason we are in this predicament is because over the generations, citizens have been either lulled into incompetence and willful ignorance or propagandized into Marxism collectivism. Pick your poison. That's the only reason we're here. Moron citizens. I knew early on that the problem was in schools. That was long before they wanted to perverse children. They wanted to indoctrinate them into Marxism. This is the plot of the Soviet, the American Soviet, who's really overthrown Colleges and universities throughout the country. There was a time in this country, colleges used to say, better dead than red. Can you believe that? All it took was the infiltration of the American fascists, Nazis, Marxists, Soviets of all kinds. Now look at them. All communists just asking for more free college. Now you have the greatest Union mafia member in the history of this country sitting in a wet diaper in the Oval Office. And he's paying these son of a dogs off. I wanted to bring on Corey DeAngelis to discuss. Corey DeAngelis is the National Director of Research at the American Federation for Children. (laughs) That's a long past where we care about children. Now we turn them over to the communists and Marxists. Executive Director at Educational Freedom Institute. Corey, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Hey, doing well. Thanks so much for having me. Corey, I complained every day. Just ask my wife and kids. I complained every day, but I sent them to private schools the best that I could afford. Actually bought an extra business, worked other jobs. That's what I did. I spent I don't even know how much. And even I couldn't circumvent these communist-friendly teachers that unfortunately have have gone into the private sector of teaching. But where you're never going to find a very small percentage of teachers who are not part of the Marxist mafia is public schools they are controlled by organized crime called unions is that not true
9: yeah that's the problem and it's it's an even bigger issue in the government school sector when you don't have school choice because you can't vote with your feet or it has really high transaction costs associated with voting with your feet to get away from those institutions where you got to essentially pay twice once through the property tax system and other tax revenue sources and then, again, out of pocket to pay for private school tuition and fees. When a private school is not teaching in the way that you'd like, at least you can take your money elsewhere. With the government schools, they face no real accountability. And even if you can get some of these bills passed that, that tell the government schools to do this or do that when it comes to their curriculum, we're starting to see that they're just changing what they call the concept. I mean, there's some videos just came out from accuracy in media, for example, in, in red States like Idaho and Tennessee, where they have CRT banned, for example, and the administrators in these undercover videos were exposed just saying that, well, we're not calling it CRT. We're just going to call it, you know, social emotional learning. And if they catch onto that, we're just going to call it mental health. So these top down measures, you know, they might be a step in the right direction, but, if the if if the teachers in the classroom don't actually listen, uh, there can be really tricky problems with trying to enforce these things. And the better solution is just to say, "Hey, I'm a parent. I don't like what's going on. I don't care what the heck you call it. I'm going to take my kids' education dollars elsewhere." And then in I- that in that sense, and then one one more thing in that yeah. case, you know, the the supply of private education is not fixed. Maybe you have a bunch of woke private schools now. I don't know what the proportion of of those would be. But if the money followed the child, you'd have a, a, a much bigger market of specialized schools teaching in ways that are more aligned with with families values.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm old fashioned. I think the parents should pay for their own children. I'm against all socialism on every front. So I'm against socialized education um, because it breeds corruption. This is what we've become very, very used to. Um, the other thing that I recognize is you said something very interesting. You can, uh, when you send your kid to a private school, you can take your kid out and go to another school, but there's something that you didn't mention that both the corrupt wet diapered president and I agree with when you control the money, you control the employment. So I used my control of money to get teachers fired. I'm very proud of this. I know I got at least two fired from my child's, uh, uh, education, both my kids. And I really enjoy that because they were rotten people. And I made sure that they got the hell out of there. Now, there's another instance when you're corrupt in the fashion of union corruption. You control employment who gets hired. So you now can control the hiring practices of keeping the loyal foot soldiers in the organized crime called unions. And nothing exploit really shows that more than the Chicago Public Teachers Union, which is run by a communist and uh, really shows uh, an asset to the Democrat Party and a detriment to the nation. It produces morons, so much so that they had to lower the standards and try to eliminate testing altogether. And if you ever watch a Chicago News broadcast, you understand how many people in Chicago can't say the word ask. So it seems to be working. Are there enough morons or enough smart people to change the trajectory of a failed education system in this nation?
9: I mean, if you look at the polling on the on the issue over time, families are fed up with the traditional system, and they're pushing for school choice initiatives. Uh, the latest Real Clear Opinion Research polling, for example, nationwide, has found an eight percentage point increase in support of school choice or allowing the money to follow the child, for up from 64% in April of 20, uh, 2020 to about 72% support in February of 2020, so it's shifting the amount of states that have school choice is increasing. The, num- the size of the programs is increasing. In 2021, we're calling it the year of school choice. Nineteen states expanded or enacted programs to fund students as opposed to systems. So we're moving in the right direction, and families are voting with their feet already uh, even before these expansions. If you look at the charter school enrollment growth over the past couple of years, it's jumped by about 7% relative to pre-pandemic times. And homeschooling has doubled, according, according to the Census Bureau, uh, nationwide. So families are voting with their feet. They're supporting policies that, that provide more freedom. And ultimately, that's, that should lead to uh, more parental rights being protected in, in education. It's not a perfect solution. I wish it could be quicker. Um, uh, but, but things are looking good uh, nationwide.
3: But you know what I learned from you? In the Washington Times, I learned that this corrupt mafia boss, pretending to be an old, dementia-ridden, nice guy in the White House, is adding uh, hurdles to federal grants for, for charter schools. So it's it's the old Chicago mafia way. We're going to extort you on all fronts of your supply and your options. So now they're trying to harm charter schools, which are a little less... A little less of a of an example of government failure than your customary public hellholes.
9: Yeah, I mean, look, the federal government shouldn't be involved in education at all. The federal federal funding of of, of K twelve education it, it is only about eight percent of the total funding. But when you but if you're going to have the federal government providing these you know, uh, funding to the government run schools, they shouldn't discriminate against the public charter schools which are public schools of choice that have a little bit more autonomy than the government-run schools. And they have tons of – so many kids on wait lists, tens and thousands of kids trying to get into these, these public schools that are already funded at a fraction of the government schools on a per-student basis. And so that now you have the Biden administration essentially trying to implement these regulations, not through Congress, just through re- executive regulation – to protect the status quo union, unionized government schools at the expense of parents, I mean some of these regulations are so ridiculous, and they just they, they, they went so far that they exposed their true uh, concerns here is that they they put into the uh, language that the charter school would have to to demonstrate excess demand and what they meant by that was they stipulated that the charter schools would have to prove that the government schools weren't already facing declining enrollment, which is totally backwards. I mean, maybe the yeah. the, the government schools are losing enrollment because they're doing a bad job. That's, I mean, what? just imagine if if you were trying to start a Burger King in an area, and Burger King had to prove that McDonald's had long lines going at the door in order to open up. That, I mean, that, that wouldn't make any sense. If anything, the argument is stronger to allow for more options if the government schools are failing in the area. That's the point. Families want options. Let them
3: them go. Organized crime, Corey, doesn't like competition. I'm a little older than you, and I know how smart you are. I know about (laughs) Cato. But the reality is organized crime hates competition, and that's what labor mafia unions try to prevent at all costs. They also have another kind of problem. Number one, there are states like the one I've relocated to, Florida, where they will not tolerate organized crime teacher unions. They throw them out they protect their citizens, they protect their kids by making sure that the sexual deviants can't perverse children under third grade. Um, it seems to be a target, and it is because of the success it is a target. It makes me laugh. It's like, almost like a citizen. The more you succeed, the bigger target you are of the organized crime mafia called government. Um, but there are massive amounts of people waiting lists now. I mean, it's insane what's going on down here. I think it's also that way in Tennessee. It's also that way in Texas. I mean, isn't there really kind of a separation now where people with an IQ over 60 who refuse to be treated like slaves and they don't, won't willingly take it just say, I'm out. And that's really the only answer to break the backs of this legalized theft that gets in Chicago $28,000 per kid who 90% of them turn out to carjack the teachers later on in life. Dude, I'm hearing you. I'm I'm here in
9: Washington DC, right in the middle of the swamp, and they spend over thirty thousand dollars per kid. It's kinda of like Chicago, sim- similar numbers, it'll just a little bit higher. But uh I, I need to follow you out there to Florida. I was just in Miami um uh last week. And uh they have they have things figured out, especially when it comes to school choice and not listening to the teachers' unions. I mean We've we've been talking the past two years now about the school closures and how this hurt kids. Uh, Florida had their schools open essentially the entire time, but it was despite the best efforts of the government, school teachers' unions, oh, the yeah. Florida Education Association actually sued the to try to keep the schools closed. Yes,
6: they lost. They lost. I mean, if, if
9: they had more influence, if they were in a blue state, they would they they would have gotten it done like they did in some in, in places like California and and in Chicago. Yeah, in um, Chicago. but. But in Florida, they uh, they uh, they pr- prefer to listen to the parents, and the yeah. unions don't have as much
3: sway. No, be everywhere. Chicago mafia bosses like Ed Burke have their wife on the Supreme Court as a, pretending to be a judge, so that's that's over with. But the um, what's happened down here should be a lesson for all of the what's the proper phrase? sackless Republicans to recognize that De- Ron DeSantis is so popular with Democrats. There's talk of them not running a Democrat against him, there's a lunatic named Chris or named Christie out here who's a trust fund baby who just likes to waste it running for office. That's going to be his only challenge. So the success is measured in the people who formerly called themselves Democrats who now have pictures of Ron DeSantis in their kitchen because the vast majority of them are ironically, ironically new citizens to this country from these third-world hellholes who recognized failure, recognized fascism, I think it's a it's a bright sign. And really, our only hope is for people who have a stance and an understanding like this.
9: Yeah, I think so, too. And you're seeing growing popularity of Florida, people voting with their feet. That's what people want. Um, And the independents are, are going with Republicans when it comes to education. I mean, just think about what happened in Virginia with Glenn Youngkin. The, the independents agreed with him on education. Education was the number two issue in the election, and he won with those voters by, I want to say, eight percentage points, according to Washington Post exit polling. This all happened after Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat, said that he didn't want, feel like parents should be telling schools what they should teach. And DeSantis, in 2018, the Wall Street Journal opinion piece argued that he won because of, quote-unquote, school choice moms. Uh, these demographics of parents using the program uh, – uh, historically would have been less likely to vote for the Republicans statistically, but the exit polling showed in Florida that DeSantis overperformed with these voters. Florida has over 100,000 kids using private school choice initiatives, and the opponent in 2018, Andrew Gillum, said he was going to take those scholarships away. Well, you know what? Uh, These parents start to become a special interest group. They become single-issue voters because they, they see the benefits of school choice and how it helps their kids. And uh, they're they're going to make that a voting issue if they can benefit from it. And cool choice. And Republicans should learn from the story of Florida and from Virginia, and and they should start to understand more and more that this is a political winner. And coming out against parental rights in education right now, especially as a Republican, is politically detrimental, to say the least.
3: And they also recognize the, the, the lack of cost of fraud. It's a fraction to educate a Florida child. Compared to a a mafia-run city like Chicago. And my question for you, Corey, is this. How in the world did this ever happen where you can have this scheme to tax property owners for this unfettered corruption in teacher unions? And is there a way to break it the way it was implemented?
9: Yeah, I mean, the only way to get away from this is to weaken the strength of the unions and their influence. I mean, they—they—they they, they, look. They, I'm not talking about teachers either. The, the teachers' unions that make the teachers look bad. They push for policies that protect the underperformers, the uh, the, yeah. the 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 worst in 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 the profession, and look, they they make teachers look bad. But then they also hurt families and kids. And uh, you know, you can you can start to pass these bills to try to make the education system align with the values of the families, but at the end of the day, these are just this is just a form of whack-a-mole. The yeah. unions are going to just change what they do, they're gonna fight it night and day in court, they're going to just keep pivoting. And the reality is the problem is with the system itself. It's a yeah. one-size-fits-all disaster that, by definition, isn't going to work for parents. You have to empower families by funding students directly. At least then, even if that doesn't get rid of the union, it can actually give them some incentives to do a little bit more of a, of a, of a good job for parents and students instead of just closing schools for a couple of years and hurting kids well, and not having to listen to them.
3: The other side is they need a moron society because nobody that can read or think or reason would support an American Democrat. They need morons. They are the Pied Piper of morons, and those are the only ones that could believe their pathological lies, not just about every single policy but about every single war. Corey DeAngelis, you know I love having you on. Please come on again. Corey DeAngelis, you can find him at The Washington Times, also Cato Institute, Reason. I mean, uh, I almost wish you were my son. At least I could be proud of you. Thank you so much, my friend.
6: <laughs> I don't have you. any
3: sons. That was I wasn't insulting my son. I don't have any. <laughs> so thank you very much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
7: AM five sixty. The answer.
3: I got a lot of stories. I got a lot of clips. Hillary Clinton, aging beautifully, the Duchess of Chaffington on meet the Pr- meet the press. She is the captain of the Viagra Slayer team, although it's tough competition. It's real tough. We got that congresswoman in, in Illinois and Chicago.
2: Woo-wee.
3: Jan Schakowsky. My word. She put the UG in ugly. Bob, Wisconsin. Hey, buddy. I'm enjoying a good Ashton Cemetery listening to your show as I do every day at 4 o'clock sharp. Very good. Cigar smoker and loyal listener. Yes, sir. And hey, you know, you guys were talking about teachers'
2: union, and everything seems to evolve around union, union, union. When did the grip of the union penetrate our government on the level it has, which I think is under the communist rule of FDR, but maybe not. But I think that's when cost of living started. And what's his cost of living? Henry Ford made cars, and he made money. He paid off the property, gave everybody a raise, lowered the price and says next year we're going to make it even cheaper. You guys are going to make more money. Do you what know, the hell is uh, going on? Oh, I'm sorry, you, I didn't mean no,
3: no, no. Go ahead. Do you know what the Nazis actually breaks down, the National Socialist Worker Party? Do you know that the Soviet Union, the hammer and sickle, was about worker unions and workers unite and all the rest of it. Do you know that Cuba and Venezuela and all totalitarian dictatorships operate under that same philosophy of the American unions? And it started all around the same time, all around the same time, turn of the century, but really gained gained steam after World War II, ironically enough. And it was FDR who said the last thing you should do is unionize government. He included education in that. Right. The last thing you wanted to do. Exactly. Yet The American Democrat yep. is a moron. Thank you very much, Bob. And they welcome in organized crime. And that's how they get a buy. Which brings me to something I wanted to sh- play. There's a clip that most people wouldn't have got. It was today during the, the payoff to union scheme, guys under truckers. And all I got to do now is find it. Uh, Honey Bunny, where's Biden in the union nonsense? Where is he? I can't find that son of a The trucking one. There it is. All right. All right. This is the beginning. Now, this is the beginning. This is not going to get played. But I want you to hear who he's saying hello to, who he's thanking. I want you to recognize the Irish mafia last names. I want you to focus on exactly who's sitting in a wet diaper at 1600 Pennsylvania. A union whore. I think she can do anything she wants, don't you? He sounds good. Turn him up, because he's weak and well, old. Hello,
6: everyone. It's an honor to welcome you to the White House out in the lawn here. I heard that helicopter going by. I was hoping the hell it wasn't going to land. Um, <laughs> Maria, thanks <laughs> is, is for that sharing funny? your story. And my buddy, Patrick Murphy, uh-huh. former Murphy. assistant secretary, right, uh, Irish secretary gangsters of the Army, uh-huh. as well as uh, former congressman. And... Uh, Marfrey. The boy stays in shape, man. Look at him. The boy stays in shape, sir. I'm trying to tell you travel what, man. I, uh, and and uh, I want to thank you for being here, man. Yeah. Nobody bye, man. worked harder as a Groovy. congressman or acting secretary of the Army to connect veterans to opportunity. And that's what it's all been all about for you. Huh? And I want to thank uh, another veteran who knows a thing or two about laying the foundation for good jobs and uh, transportation sector, Secretary Buttigieg. Yeah, he and knows I, a lot about he, jobs. He says, go Navy. He says, go Army. I used to say, go Navy. He doesn't Navy. know anything. But then my son got a Bronze star in the Army, and I no. decided I couldn't say it anymore. Okay. So I, I just said, go American forces. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. and
5: then you ruined him.
6: I also want to recognize he couldn't be here today, but Marty Walsh, the secretary Walsh? of, the, uh, of Irish? labor. Walsh? And he's Third doing an outstanding Union job President. helping to lead uh, this effort alongside Pete, uh, S- 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 Secretary. S- S- Spit Buttigieg. it out, dummy. And you know, I want to welcome members of Congress who are here today as well. Tammy, how are you, Tammy? Good to see you. Tammy Baldwin, by the way. Baldwin. And uh, also Congressman Pete DeFazio.
3: Oh, how did how day go get in there? Oh, there's the Mustang.
6: Where's Laura? There's Laura she, Underwood, right there, Chicago's very own
3: Congress me, birthing person without a driver's license from Illinois. You morons in the suburbs. There you go. And that's the Democrat organized labor mafia as they pay off to the unions and organized crime figures with all kinds of funny money.
6: I don't want to particularly shout out to the new president of the Teamsters, Sean O'Brien. Stand oh, up. Wait man. a minute. I want to see you.
3: O'Brien? Let me think. That's a real. Southside Irish gangster in Madigan's. I wonder if he's taller than a yard gnome or if he's got one of those big balloon heads
6: like the Republicans, like the Durkins. As, as they say in parts of Wilmington, Delaware, these guys brung me to the dance 35 Brady, years ago. Brady, they're Irish too, aren't they? And also, I'm yeah, a I say, gangster. Quick eye to a pal, uh, and you've been a pal. Another uh, balloon know, head family. They must be from the balloon hand side of Ireland. And, you know, uh, in addition to all that, there's an outfit uh, called, you probably heard him.
3: I like when he says outfit.
6: He's right. United Mine Workers? Yeah, more yeah, unions. Well, you know, they got the president here, too. Oh. Mr. President, where are you? What's his name? Where's he sitting? He Can't was, remember
3: it, can you, Joe?
6: A lot of truckers, United Mine Workers. Oh, yeah. any rate. United Mine Workers. Folks, I spend truckers. a lot of time right. talking about the economy. I'm mm-hmm. a record-breaking economic comeback. We're experienced because of a lot of you sitting out there in those chairs. Today, I want to talk with people who are, who are making the comeback possible. People like Maria. See, so you're drowning
3: in the futility of Bidenomics. You, your quality of life sinking into an abyss with a future that looks terrible. The most unoccupied jobs. We got, what, what do we got? 11 million? We got more people quitting jobs than hiring. We don't want to talk
6: about that. This is a boom time, which tells you we're just at the beginning. Of Biden failure. Heard from and her son Roman, who's gone pretty soon, and uh, and all those truck drivers and their families are here today. Union truck drivers. That's what Joe Biden likes. He doesn't
3: like the independents, the one that actually works, and he uses his regulation to implement union rules. He uses his regulation to squeeze out independent truckers because they're corrupt union truckers. They're subsidized, well the
6: independents drown and wallow. I want to thank you all. Uh, To uh, keep what you're doing to keep America moving, because that's literally what you're doing, especially how you put this
3: feeble, moron, corrupt union whore in office, you American Democrat. What you did, tanks couldn't do from China. What you did, Vladimir Putin couldn't do from Russia. You're the ones that destroyed and invaded my country with your socialist, corrupt union crime mafia.
6: The last two years helping carry the nation literally on your backs. You've learned on Friday the economy created 431,000 jobs in March. Bull dung! All subsidized by government.
3: They can't wait to kick out more and more money. And then there's the New York gangster who looks like a real gargoyle, Chucky the Schmuck. calls
5: for Justice Yeah. Well, you only get one under my rules. Yeah.
3: I like how he acts like a God. I really do. Now, we talked last week about this
5: COVID money here. You're going to have Jackson's nomination on the floor and get that done at the end of this work period next week. That sounds like this COVID deal, With even if there is a deal, is it going to be on the calendar well, until late April? Is that going
3: to be a problem? And will that meet the deadline if they're going to approve? Them?
5: Look, the sooner, the sooner we can do this, the better. Uh, Senator Romney and I met last night,
3: Ooh, and Romney.
5: we are trying to come to an agreement. Uh, I, he was going to try to persuade uh, his Republican colleagues that the agreement we've come for was just fully paid for, um, that the agreement we've we, that the ideas we talked about we didn't shake hands on an agreement. Um, sure can did. get the support of ten members of his caucus, and then if we can get a time agreement, we can move it rather quickly. That's our goal. You know why?
3: That $1.5 trillion omnibus that just passed? Oh, there's more money coming. This isn't spending that money. This is more money. And where does it go? Right in the coffers of the organized crime unions that make sure you ain't working unless you're a member. You almost have to admire the open and notorious corruption as the most compromised, foreign-bribed, domestically compromised, bribed president, Pretends to be president in his diapy. 312-642-5600. AM 560,
7: the answer.
8: I'll
3: tell you, that's a talented drug addict. That's a talented scumbag right there. Speaking of an untalented scumbag, unless you include
6: lying as a talent... I used to drive a truck. It's a long story. Anyway. Yeah. It's getting hard. And I thought I was going to get to drive one of these suckers today. But... Yeah,
3: because that's what you need, another 80-year-old driving a Mack truck. And you didn't drive a truck unless it was a bulldog truck. That's what you're full of, bulldog. Joanne, Frankfurt. <laughs> Hello? Hi. Hi. All right. Um, I talk, you talk, I talk. To... Yeah. Okay.
0: What I just wanted to say was... I'm so disgusted with Biden with the, the open border, the drugs, the uh, human trafficking, and every day when I watch what's happening in Ukraine, you know that he is he is compromised because he's had so many dealings
3: yeah. with um,
0: China and uh, Russia. And I'm just wondering, I'm sure Don't forget
3: about Ihor Kolomoysky, who owns all the oil companies that his son magically was invested in and sat on the board of. So they're getting their bribery Exactly. Work. Yeah, well, you just right. sent over Isn't... $30 billion and you're just getting started. But the good news is you're going to also spend another 50 to $80 billion on the infrastructure when this is all over with, and his brother's probably going to get a contract to put up those nice condominiums. So you got that going he, for
0: you. He can't be allowed to stay. Isn't there some way of getting him out of there?
3: Impeachment. I mean... All you got to do now is win the House. Impeachment or the Federal Bureau of Investigation could act on the information that they have about the most bribed and open and notorious corrupted president in this country's history. They could arrest him. That could be a nice way. But they absolutely right. should. And I mean, I guess he could give himself yeah. a pardon, and he could get away with it with this right. media. I mean, after all, look at all this nonsense you're buying, Joanne. So the only way you're going to get out of it is, here's the good news. I don't know how old you are, but there's a very I'm strong... A grandmother. All right. There's a very strong possibility you'll outlive him. And that's the only way you could really handle a corrupt dictator. Just ask a Venezuelan. Ask a Cuban. Ask a Soviet. The only way you can really, really beat them is after they go where they belong with Beelzebub, warmed by the fire. That's how you could beat it.
5: Pat Lombard. Yeah, Sean. You mentioned some of these people, uh, Irvin and uh, Shikowski. You really need a segment on profiles and corruption here in Illinois, and actually pick out the show's only all three hours. People from beginning to end and profile exactly how corrupt they are. The people they vote for, the money they get from now until primary day. Because I'm telling you, you got a great show. A lot of people are listening now. They want the information. They want to know. Well. Who's on the dole and who's not? I mean, this is.
3: But here's the other thing, Pat. You must realize this information that I rail against against is out there. This isn't new information. There are still people. You know, there's a story in the news that just broke about Hunter Biden and the Secret Service renting a thirty thousand dollar a month house. This is an eight month old story. You know that, right? The story that you're hearing now, all yeah. in the news, this is two years old, over two years old. There's a book written seven years ago about the culture of corruption when Joe Biden was the vice president. All of these meetings, everything. I can bring the horse. I don't even have to bring the horse to water. Just look at, open your phone. The water is there. You have to have the wherewithal and the intellect to decipher information and not want to be told well, what the, you the, think. So the problem is not Richard Charles, Irvin. Well, Richard Irving is a fraud. The the, the Chinese, right. he gets the Chinese away with strip it. mall, the fact that he supported the mask yeah. mandate, that he supported the lockdowns. That he said, It doesn't matter because, first of all, is Aurora someplace that's nice to live? I don't remember. I didn't watch. Is Aurora a destination where people are moving? Isn't it riddled with all the
5: pr- problems? No, I, 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 the I, I, I was driving through there the other day and I saw two signs that had Richard Irving's face on it and like the circle with the red slash over it, you know, like the yeah. homeowner, you know, like trying sure, to. Sure, because warn the people you, like, know that no he's way. incompetent.
3: They know that he's a failure. But he's got Ken Griffin's money to run commercials in perpetuity, all propaganda. And you got ninety percent of Republicans. Listen to me. You got Republicans that voted for Durkin. You got Republicans that voted for Brady. You've right. got Republicans that support the head of the GOP right. in Chicago. His name is irrelevant. He's a he's a pencil neck lawyer, shoulderless geek. Corrupt as the day is long. He just wants the money. They just yeah. want the money because it's within that money is their power. They're all excited about Ken Griffin's money. Why? Why? Because they get a chunk of it. They got the packs. It's all kinds of corruption. That's what the people have now accepted. This is real simple. Enforce our laws, our anti-corruption laws. You take away all of our problems. We'll be back after this.
1: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck,
3: the 649 people shot were shot by drug cartel drug dealing drug dealing scourge of chicago and that's just the city forget about the suburbs and the rest of it can you imagine what the numbers really are fentanyl seems to be one of the only things that's not affected by Biden inflation hararon pick a drug it's thriving as the democrat sewers are being engulfed with failure and corruption it all can be stopped in my opinion very easily secure the border you know the one that we're so worried about in ukraine and the rest of it yet the democrat mafia needs open borders they need more benefactors of their system of socialism and welfare i wanted to bring on laura reese she is uh... the she is the director of the center for technology policy and senior research fellow for Homeland Security at the Heritage Foundation. She has over two decades on this topic alone. I wanted to bring her on. Laura, thank you so much for joining me. How are you?
4: I'm well, Sean, and thanks for having me on.
3: Laura, simple, simple problem to me. Simple. Just uh, make it so that the cartels do not have open rain and freeways to our big cities throughout the country. I'd like to just start there. We can work on all the other stuff and how all the other victims of socialism have a a right and an opportunity to come to a country that was supposed to be absent of it, although it's been infiltrated by it. But let's solve the main problem of our own kids being slaughtered and murdered and the drug-dealing thugs thriving. Can we start there, do you think?
4: I completely agree. We absolutely need to secure this border. Uh, We know how to do it. We've done it in the past. Uh, Under the Trump administration, we had in place very effective policies and programs and what it comes down to are consequences for illegal immigration uh, and for the illicit trafficking of drugs. Consequences work. And we stopped caravans of illegal migrants coming north. And yet when the Biden administration came into office on day one, he repealed anything that the Trump administration put in place. And we now have a border that's been blown wide open And this administration is completely tearing down our lawful and orderly immigration system.
3: So I think it is because the Democrat Party thrives on people who are uh, who need government for sustenance. That's why I think it is, because I remember Democrats, ironically, like Harry Reid, who ran on law enforcement, a secure border one time when Joe Biden could remember if he had slip ons on or why his socks were wet. He, too was for a secure border. I remember Cesar Chavez, Union president in California, demanding a strong border. There was a time where Democrats, American Democrats, knew how to secure the American border, knew the importance of it, and uh, it seems to me now they only know how to secure former Soviet Union borders. Why are so many Democrats accepting this open border failed system?
4: Well, it's a globalist view and globalists don't believe in borders. How many organizations are there? Doctors Without Borders, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they have fully bought into that. Now, it's a bit of a gamble because as we see in various pockets of of demographics, um, whether it's, you know, Mexican-Americans down in, in southern Texas, they're voting more Republican. And it's because... Human beings want to be safe, and human beings want to be secure. They want to feel safe in their homes. They don't want crime in their neighborhood. And so it doesn't matter uh, where they came from or what they look like. It is a fundamental human right and desire to protect their family and, and have a better life for themselves and their family. And so the, the left is really overreaching here, and a lot of Americans have woken up to this, Now, even with the uh, announcement that this administration is going to turn back uh, what's known as Title 42, the public health uh, tool that allowed border agents to quickly return illegal migrants, you have some members of Congress waking up to that, like Senator Manchin or Sinema from Arizona. Um, And so it's a real gamble on the left, but they are, they're all in on this.
3: Laura, you know, I'm... I'm thinking about everything you're saying, and you said all in on this. I love that phrase. Because in my opinion, I think these organizations that are supposed to protect the American people, and I know you work twice for Homeland Security. I mean, what do they really do? It seems to me that they fail. And they fail with very high budgets and very high paychecks. At a certain point, shouldn't the American people turn to these bureaucracies and say, fix it or go away? Because we've got layers on top of layers, from border patrol, homeland security. We've bought, the American people have bought this notion of bureaucracies making us safe, yet it's a constant failure. And, you know, in the sewer of Chicago, one can only come to the conclusion that these organizations that are supposed to protect us from not just the the prosecutors who refuse to prosecute the, the gangs, but also these organizations, Homeland Security, DEA, all of this, Obviously, their only excuse is incompetence because it's obvious to me that at a certain point at this level of it, aren't they all just in on it now?
4: Well, I I certainly agree with you that the the federal government has just become unwieldy in its size and expense, and it needs to be drastically reduced in size and expense. But to make a uh, finer point of yours, um, I would point to – Customs and Border Protection Commissioner, Chris Magnus. Today, he put out a statement regarding this uh, ending of of Title 42, the Public Health Authority. And he might as well be called the Commissioner of Customs and Border Processing. He used the word processing at least half a dozen times in this statement. And so the, the Biden administration has directed not just Customs and Border Protection, but also Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE, to process in many of these illegal aliens who are being encountered on the southern border. And so then the administration wants to turn around and give most of them asylum so that they can stay here permanently. Um, So Congress needs to wake up and needs to get its priorities straight. It is a very powerful um, tool in the power of the purse, and it needs to stop funding parts of DHS until DHS starts enforcing the law and, and get us back to a lawful and orderly immigration
3: system. I learned from your article that we spend $97.3 billion. That seems like a lot. I know we just gave Ukraine $30 billion and we're probably going to give them another eighty. But $97.3 billion on the Department of Homeland Security. Where's the benefit? Yep. And I mean this. Where is the benefit? I mean, aside from harassing Americans to take their shoes off, uh, why do we need them when we have FBI, when we have DEA, when we have all kinds of different organizations? I mean, they obviously can't help us, and things have gotten worse since they've been employed.
4: Yes, there are a lot of uh, parts of DHS that do other agencies in the federal government, and, and that's what I meant by you know, oh. there's so much um, bloat and, and excess money spent. I would say you could boil DHS down to some uh, unique components, the immigration components for some of them, uh, FEMA. Um, But, you know, even within those, the budgets are are quite large uh, and need to be reined in. So um, that's just a a given on the government, and the budgets go down year over year over year. They just keep going up.
3: Laura, isn't it true um, that these so-called sanctuary states and cities like Chicago, like Illinois, Do they receive more money for having a higher count of illegal aliens from the federal government?
4: So there has been uh, something known as a cop program. And so state and county jails uh, receive funding from the federal government um, to house and to report information on those populations. And yet the left... Uh, will fight on every front sharing information with ICE or, or um, DHS or law enforcement in general because they don't want migrants to be deported from the U.S. And so uh, whether it's you know the state of New York prohibiting uh, the Department of Motor Vehicles within New York is sharing information with, with DHS law enforcement, or the state of California, or Montgomery County in Maryland. I mean, it is all over the place. Um, They refuse to reveal the immigration populations within their localities or jails. Um, And this is not going to end well, because this is exactly how 9-11 happened, where there wasn't a sharing of information between law enforcement and intelligence. And when that happens, bad people slip through the cracks and do bad things.
3: You know what else I'm thinking of as you're talking, Laura? Um, I'm from a, a town in Illinois that was in the 70s a hub for illegal immigrants. But there was a difference back then. Those people came here to work and they came here for freedom. And ironically, there were rules in place. They could not register an illegal alien child in school. However, under this sanctuary status, you can and in the city of Chicago, just for registering a kid, the school gets about $28,000 per pupil last year. And it kind of works that way as you factor in the COVID cases when they go to a hospital. No one asks if you're a citizen or not. Yet the hospital and the health care system get doles out between six dollars and $16,000 for these cases. It turns out that having people that will move into an area that American citizens are moving out, it actually becomes advantageous to promote both the corruption in the scheme in the government and the system of of that corruption, and to enrich those institutions of failures that American citizens said they're not going to participate anymore. They need this constant flow of people, and they don't really care if they're illegal. They don't care if they're being served. It seems to be the perfect Ponzi scheme to me. Am I too pessimistic?
4: Unfortunately, no, and it's one of the reasons the left butt. So hard to prevent the question on the US census about immigration status or citizenship status for exactly what you're talking about they just want to count heads forget status because that comes with dollars whether it's for hospitalizations or education or detention or welfare those are the most expensive costs a state has but states can do something about it uh, if they have a desire Uh, they can make it difficult for illegal aliens to reside in their state. They can require E-Verify to make sure illegal aliens aren't getting jobs. They can uh, prevent business licenses for uh, unauthorized uh, aliens. They can um, refine their definition of a resident. Uh, There are a number of things that states can do to make it
3: uncomfortable,
4: For illegal aliens, to live in their state. Now, if they all want to go to California, because California is wide open, you know, so be it. But states have options.
3: And there is another little loophole that's never really gone away, and that is the fact that once a baby is born in this country, he's a citizen. So in the 70s, the plan was always to have babies. They would be citizens. They were called anchor babies for a while. But this seems to be something that the Trump administration was unable to fix. And ironically, most of the, the census you're talking about was under the Trump administration. They couldn't fix that. So this is really a policy problem from Congress, not the White House necessarily. And um, we've sent the Tea Party there in 2010, and they did nothing. Has there any talk about fixing it that you're hearing at the Heritage Foundation or among this new crop of conservatives that apparently is supposed to appear out of nowhere? Um Do the American people want the changes that we know can fix the system, in your opinion? Uh,
4: The uh, end of birthright citizenship has long been a policy that Heritage has advocated and Americans just inherently get. Um, If you see a a very pregnant woman crossing the border and immediately having a baby, No one believes that that child or that woman has strong ties to the U.S., and yet that's exactly what happens when that baby becomes a U.S. citizen. An entire uh, industry has popped up around that. Um, What we believe is needed in Congress are members with very strong spines. We can't just have members introduce the same old bills in Congress that call for a few more Border Patrol agents and amnesty. This administration has us in a serious, serious illegal immigration hole. And if if members of Congress want to restore our sovereignty, they need to dig us out of this hole. And that means restoring many programs that work, that I talked about at the beginning of uh, the interview, remain in Mexico, uh, et cetera, rebuilding the wall and more, Um, and get very comfortable with more detentions, and more deportations, because, again, consequences work. Then we can turn our eyes to the lawful immigration system and what that should look like in terms of more of a merit-based system, having more people come here for employment reasons rather than just chain
3: migration. So many ignoramuses um, remember Bill Clinton fondly for a lie that he um, had a surplus Without the nuanced explanation that the only reason he had any sort of economics that was successful is, number one, he was too busy molesting interns. And number two, Newt Gingrich forced him, dragged him by his hair in between dating sessions to sign a welfare reform bill. Yet it seems to me there isn't a Republican running for office, in office, that has the testicle fortitude to mention what this country really needs is a massive welfare overall. Is that not the case? I agree with
4: you. Um, Despite uh, Bill Clinton signing that bill, um, that was back in 1996, and so over the 25 years since, the left has been very successful at chipping away at that, and and kind of benefit by benefit, uh, working to ensure that it is given to either to illegal aliens who are here, and so. as you said, we need some strong conservatives to swing that pendulum back the other way and basing a lot of decisions based on citizenship status or immigration status. Well, um, Americans are tired of being put last. And at every turn, every benefit by this administration, it's been in favor of the illegal
9: Islands.
3: And that's why they need a constant flow. Laura, I can't thank you enough. You know how much I uh, like having you on because I realize the importance of this fight. Will come from organizations like the Heritage Foundation. So that's why I turned to it, and you're one of my favorites there. I appreciate you so much for coming on. Thank you, Laura.
4: my, My pleasure, Sean. Thank you.
3: We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
7: AM 560, the answer. Nice.
3: All right. I'm still shocked. That there are people out there that are ignorant to Joe Biden's mafia crime family. I really am. This is something that he touted. This is what kept him in power. This is what he raised money on. He didn't... He was like an Illinois Republican. He didn't receive the support of the people in mass. He just got a couple of massive donors that wanted to be paid back after the election was secured. I mean, after all... This fraud is from Delaware. The entire state is based on corruption, evasion, and corporatism. That's what it is. And the sun, since the age of 21, Hunter Biden has been Joe Biden's bag man. It's simple. But aside, let's say that none of that was true. Should the American people pay for this piece of dung? and the Secret Service to rent a mansion in Malibu for $30,000 a month. This isn't new. In fact, this is a story that broke eight months ago. I mean, is America that stupid? This is from TMZ eight months ago. Turn it up a little bit. We're heading to the boot. Mm. We're heading to the boot. Be Californians call Malibu the boo, because uh, somebody else has uh,
1: put down stakes in the boo, and that is Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son.
3: He's moved to Malibu, um, rented a house there, really nice house. So twenty thousand a month is that's what it was going for. What? Yep, twenty thousand a month. He moved, we're told, maybe four months ago, but it's been kept in the download. The reason we know is the Secret Service, which is swarming that area.
1: Um, th- I, that's, I believe, one of the Secret Service vehicles. There are Secret Service all over the place there. They're going
3: up to neighbors now, and they're asking, would you rent your house to us for the next year so that we can do our thing? They didn't say it was for So this has been going on. This is commonplace. By the way, it happened also while scumbag Joe Biden was vice president. This is the kind of shenanigans that go on behind the scenes. Well, most Americans who are drowning in Bidenomics, in corruption, you want to call it inflation? I call it the destruction of our currency. Under this mafia boss pretending to be president. And he's saying Secret Service is paying 30000 a month. I love that scam. I mean, why not? China's paying the 20000 Once again, America picks up a bigger tab, because that's the only way this scourge, this human filth called Hunter Biden has existed, by prostituting American political power in the name of his wet-sock father. It's a disgrace and disgusting. And hopefully enough people will be outraged by it. But you know what happens when you are.
2: In New York, we are starting to see a slight uptick in cases. I wonder if you think businesses and schools need to be prepared to shut down again.
5: You know, I don't want to use the word shut down because that that is a rather draconian <laughs> concept there to yeah. shut down. If we do see a serious uptick, we should be prepared to pivot and at least temporarily go back to having masking in certain indoor sessions.
3: He's not talking about shutting down because of covid. He's talking if you get too wise, if you start to righteously demand for the impeachment of the crime boss pretending to be president and his crime family, then you're going to get shut down again. That's what this is about. Certainly not the Fauci-invested flu, the greatest chemical weapon ever deployed in America. We'll be back after this.
7: AM 560, the answer.
3: Shock the monkey? Is this shock the monkey? Oh, I love this song. Um, I'm terrible at this job. I have to tell you the truth. Terrible. You know why? tell you why i got a bunch of clips from these marxist corrupt bastards i hate them i hate playing them i got them all i hate the sound of their rat voice these pathological scum that's what they are look right in the camera tell you an obvious fraud an obvious lie because what they don't want you to realize is they're robbing us blind robbing us blind and the system is working because we're too busy trying to not sink into the quicksand of socialist failure as Americans. Americans give away the principles of freedom. They give it away. Willingly. They regurgitate their talking point BS. I mean, you hear it. No matter what the topic is. The socialist insurance. Yeah, okay. Sucks. Massive failure. It's here to stay and it's expanding. The ridiculous government education system which produces such winners that will appear on your local news. Like this wretched scum
8: also developing this morning 18 year old jeremiah bush heads to bond court charged with murder and the death of a 61 year old man in the
3: south shore neighborhood bond court bond court strap him in a chair broadcast it on tv 24 hours cook him it's the only way you're going to stop this nonsense you could give a rip about the 61 year old man by the way not a caucasoid was the victim oh no City of Chicago, this year, 649 people shot that they admit to. How many? Carjack, robberies. This idiot in his costume, pretending to be Commissioner Gordon, told you year over year, crime is down in Chicago murders are down. And the idiot, chicago goes, okay, let's vote Democrat. The Republican mafia so wants a billionaire's money They put forward a Democrat moron who voted for Biden as the Republican nominee for governor. And with the millions of dollars in ads, this scumbag fraud will probably be the nominee. This is what happens when you gear a country towards the losers, towards the morons. When it pays to be a sloth. You want to fix things? It's very simple. Welfare reform. Common sense. You know, I got, at a, my cousin texts me, he says, oh, I can't believe the Secret Service is renting a house for 30000 a month. How did that happen? We just accept it. Joe Biden has lived like a king the whole time selling this country to communists, whether they be in Ukraine oligarchs or communists in China. And he's still the president. He'll, he'll be the president. He'll be because he's protected. He's protected from... A propaganda network that would make Joseph Goebbels smirk with resentment and pride in the American fourth right calling themselves Democrats. It's a shame. But until these Democrats are arrested, you're just going to get more and more of it. Who's going to arrest them? The FBI? Notice the names of the union thugs. O'Malley, Walsh, Baldwin, Murphy. Sounds like the roll call of a Chicago FBI office, doesn't it? Margot Burridge. Hi, Sean. Thank you for taking my call.
0: So, are you old enough to remember when Benazir Bhutto was uh, the leader of Pakistan?
3: Yes. What year was that, though? Yes. I don't know if I remember I it in even... news or I remember it because I was alive when I was watching the news.
0: Here's why I remember it. Because her husband was such a grifter that it was said he took 10% of every piece of business that went through that country. Uh-huh. And so the whole country, the the entire populace referred to him behind his back, of course, as Mr. 10%. They always call him Mr. 10%. So now we've got a guy, the current occupant of the White House, who's, you know, basically grifting internationally for 10%. And since I'm not going to put the P title, President, in front of his name ever, I am going to refer to him as President 10%. And I think we should all do that. I so like these it. these people who are watching MSNBC and CNN, you they're going to start wondering, who well, is who is President 10%? Who are you, What president are you referring to? Because, you and know, they're kind of not with it.
3: And then I remember, Get something going. the FBI, the FBI, forever bothering Italians, has been <laughs> sitting on the laptop for over two years now, those idiots. Yeah. But when you realize the roll call is Murphy, Walsh, Baldwin, and O'Brien, just like the union mafia presidents, starts to make a little bit more sense. Thank you, Margo. You know I love the calls. Look at this, we have all the ladies. Mary Ellen, Northwest Side. Oh, hi Sean. Hi. Now
0: two quick points in response to what you and the lady were talking to, um, I guess her name was Margot.
3: Well Margot was the caller and the uh the woman that I was speaking to was Lauren Rice, so I'm not sure which one, but go ahead.
0: Okay. The, just the Reese. call right now before me. Oh, that was Margot, um, yeah. All the monies, you know, the ten percenters. But then also we have to remember that when they get the money from China or Ukraine or the Russian mayor's wife, whatever,
7: yeah.
0: in exchange they want favors for getting them things they want in our country. So think of the favors.
3: I mean, after all, we stepped and fetched and sold uranium to Putin, right. who was threatening a nuke. The right. Duchess of Chafington was on Meet the Press. They didn't talk about that. They didn't even talk right. about her inner thigh rash or anything important. They didn't even ask where Monica Lewinsky was. Right. No. So there's a. They were fluffed. Huh. Yes. My second Think about point friend, for the um, first time ever, Hillary Clinton was involved in a fluff. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Second point. I don't know if you realize that those uh, cities, Dallas and Sacramento, where there were those big shootings, yeah, they were Democrat-controlled cities.
3: Oh, Just you mean those America. utopias of Democrat-run sewers? Yeah. Just you're never Seattle,
0: Portland, uh-huh. Minneapolis, Chicago, New York. Uh-huh. All the
3: Democrat cities. Also known as places you don't want to own real estate. Thank you, Mary Ellen. Kathy, I went long. You'll be next when I get back. Three one two six four two fifty six
7: hundred. AM five sixty, the answer. Like
3: a yeah, these are troubled waters. Yeah. How in the world could these idiots not know how corrupt Joe Biden has been for five decades? Union Bagman. There's a book, I Paint Houses. It's by a hitman for the outfit. He mentions Biden in the book. They own this piece of dung for five decades. Now they're getting all paid off. Ukraine oligarchs, too. It's really sickening that so many American people didn't know about the 14,000 people killed in Ukraine, Ukrainians who just happen to speak Russian, go to Russian churches. How the Azov Brigade, who now we're sending billions of dollars to, you know, the ones with the modified Schwa sticker flag? Yeah, those 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 nice Nazis. How they slaughtered Ukrainians because they spoke Russian. It's amazing how many people don't care. 21 biolabs. That seems to be a bit much. It's also amazing how the Duchess of Chaffington, captain of the Viagra Slayer team herself, Hillary Clinton, the only woman in the world, Why everybody knew why her husband cheated was on meet the press with her Botox cheeks. She looks a lot like a basset hound now with a different hairdo. And she wasn't asked about any of this, not even uranium one. After all, we're being threatened with nuclear war by the country that you managed to sell American uranium to. They also bribed the Clinton Foundation. Was it asked by uh, what's that schmuck on uh, Channel five, Scott, whatever, the guy who's losing his hair like his neck was on fire?
1: Chuck Todd. Let me talk about the energy and gas front a minute here. Uh, One of the easiest ways, perhaps, to uh, relieve some of the pressure on, look, it's not just this country that's experiencing rising energy prices. It's all of Europe. It's really a lot of the world. So you're Uh, a big trader. If a country that we provide an extraordinary amount of defensive weaponry to, uh, Mm -hmm. an extraordinary amount of support to, and I'm speaking of Saudi Arabia, who could essentially turn the dial tomorrow if they wanted to. We know this. With like OPEC nations, too. they're choosing Chunk to time. essentially be on the side Chunk. of Putin on this one. Um, should there be some consequences to this in our relationship going forward?
3: Well, I'm disappointed by that decision. I'm um, disappointed you're not in prison, Fetzo. Kathy, Joliet. <laughs> Hi, Kathy.
2: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
3: Okay. All right, it's all right. John.
2: I love you, but, you know, by the time I get home, I've got to take my blood pressure. I've got an hour and a half drive home from work. It's like a
3: workout for I- your heart, Kathy. It's a workout. You're all revitalized. Jesus,
2: you're killing me. You're killing me. Well, my original question 25 minutes ago was, A, why are we not starting impeachment proceedings against Biden? B,
3: <laughs> you've got a country you that you just had the Duchess of Chaffington, who literally managed, manipulated, and profited as Russia gave the Clinton Foundation tens if not hundreds of millions to buy American uranium, now it's threatening the world with nuclear war, and she's brought on to see what she thinks rather than as an example of why every politician in the Democrat mafia should be hauled off to jail. Not to mention, she could use the diet. And And here she is, an American oligarch. Well, they're
2: just making sure she still knows how to play softball, okay? They don't want to get her... You know, she does look frame.
3: like every woman I ever knew that did play softball. Uh, Go ahead.
2: Oh dear, dear God, don't say that. It makes yeah. me lose your respect for
3: you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love, I love so a listen, big girl. You know what I mean. You never I know. know. You get a tiger changed. It's cold outside. Come girls, on. Girls, right.
2: right? Girls yeah. with big hands and meaty feet. Yeah.
3: I okay. got some of you people <laughs> so in my history. Don't get nervous. Go ahead. Don't put me
2: in that category. <laughs> I don't have meaty hands. In- uh, feet. Go ahead. Listen, let me say my point before I get home. All right. So, okay, we need impeachment. They did it in thirty seconds with Trump. Okay, that was that was not a stretch. They We're like today, tomorrow, he's impeached. Yeah. Okay. So why are we dragging our feet? You said it yourself. He's totally protected. Everybody must be. He, he must have everybody insulating him, and everybody, everybody must be getting a piece of the purse because for fifty years. Oh, Joe who? Nobody knows. Now Hunter, he's got his whole program. Hunter who? We don't and he has the audacity to go rent a house for twenty grand and they want to rent the neighbors. Get
3: out of town. They did that, rent it. I'm I mean, not even I, mad about him renting well, the house. At least China's paying for that. You're paying thirty thousand yeah. so the Secret Service could be ready when the hookers come over and the crack dealers let through the gate. I got a problem with that, Kathy. Thank you so much. You know, I appreciate the call for listening, okay. thank you. Uh, that's the problem. We've cooked into the system an acceptance for corruption. And until you see these oligarchs in America, like the Duchess of Chafington, Hillary Clinton, go away, pick a crime. Pick a bribery case. She is a elder in the Marxist mafia calling themselves Democrats. So maybe we should clear out some of the institutions that are supposed to enforce our laws that are littered littered with their assistance. Pick a three-letter Bureaucracy, war crime, war criminal like the CIA. Ooh, did I say it? It's okay, I'm not on YouTube anymore. I'm on Rumble. And we'll be back in 21. I can't believe the show's over. Fastest show, Squirrel Hands. Play something kitschy.